Good morning, everyone. My voice is 100% back. Look at that. <laughs> Got a chance to um, to rest up yesterday. And today is January the 6th. We're at the first Saturday of, of the month already. And um, I think it's one of the shorter months, isn't it? It's only 28 days. So after this Saturday, we have like three more weekends Um, and then we're pretty much approaching March just like that. And after March, we'll be at the end of our first quarter of the year. Before you know it, we'll be wearing our summer attire and spring dresses and whatever. Anyway, this morning, um, I just wanted to come to you again about 20 to 30 minutes on anchor and talk to you about something that was in my heart maybe like, uh, yesterday and even Thursday nights. And it's about perfection and imperfection. If I were to name this podcast, I would say, uh, that's what it's going to be titled perfection and imperfection. And many times you and I, we try to get perfection out of imperfect people. I'll say it again. Many times we try to get perfection out of imperfect people. We human beings, we live in the flesh. We live in the flesh every day. We, we have to die to our flesh every single day. I myself included more. So I probably have to die four times a day throughout the 24 hour period. Every six hours, six times four is 24. Anyway, With all of that being said, we have to get in our mind to not expect everyone to be perfect. As we look at our life, we can say, well, hey, we did things in our life that were like ungodly. We are all guilty. Every last one of us are guilty in that regard. So in our own life, as we think, We're not really going to get perfect people out of this life on earth. It's just not going to happen. We ourselves, we're not perfect again. We're not living this life where we're, where we are, excuse me, flawless, where we are just, you know, every day is perfect and I'm on the up and up every day. And no, we're not. We're human beings. We're human beings first. Many of us always look for others and sometimes we have to look at our own self. Like I was saying the other morning when I spoke to, to everyone on podcasts, on the podcast, I was saying self-reflection, self-inventory. Romans 3 and 23 does state, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All means everything, everyone. So we are all guilty at some point. The idea is to strive to be more like God, to have the attributes of God, love, kindness, be a peacemaker, a giver, gentle. 
if we look at ourselves, whether we do yearly inventories or whatever, quarterly, every six months, whatever you do, you can look at yourself and see what is not Christ-like. Christ-like means being like Christ. Some of us, we are far from that. We're far from, some of us, we don't even try, I think. We just like, we're just living like whatever. Whenever Jesus comes back, he'll come back. And if I'm, if I'm there and I'm going up with Christ, but if I'm not, it's fine. I, I have time. I just want to read this to you. M. Perfect means not perfect, faulty, incomplete. Perfection means the condition, the state, or quality of being free or as free as possible from all flaws, F-L-A-W-S, or defects. If I look at myself... And I love to, again, look at my own self because I like to judge myself. I'm not here to judge anyone else. But if I look at myself, I can say that myself, maybe sometimes I'm even too friendly. Maybe sometimes I'm evil to, even too friendly to everyone. That can be a defect. It can be a flaw. It can be something that someone may capitalize on and they may use that as a weakness. Like, oh, she's super friendly and she's so bubbly and she loves people. And and they capitalize on that. That may be something that I need to work on. For someone else, it could be where they are there. They never smile. Straight face all day, every day. They never say hello. They never greet their neighbor. They never let someone cut them off in traffic or say, well, not cut them off, but say, yeah, you can go. You know, you're at a four-way stop sign and you're like, okay, whose turn is it? Oh, you can go to the next uh, person that's driving the vehicle. They're very straight. I wouldn't even say the word militant because I think I'm militant and I'm not active duty military. Even if I wasn't married to Torian, I would still be militant in some way just by my upbringing, the structure, the the discipline, the guidelines. But here we are wanting perfection out of others, but we ourselves are very, very far from being perfect. Like some of us were not even trying. I use my own marriage as an example. So I've been married for 13 years. And Torian and I have pretty much been together for 17 years with an exception for a couple of months where we were not boyfriend and girlfriend. There's no way that I as a spouse can expect perfection from Torian if I am always thinking I'm always right. There's no way I'm always right. There's no way that I'm always right 100% of the time. There's just, it's impossible. So what I have done, and I do this 
reflection every 24 hours. I always look at myself. And if I need to say, hey, Torian, I was wrong. I was wrong. I was dead wrong. I was as wrong as two left shoes. I was wrong. As a wife, I'm going to get that gut feeling anyway that I moved wrong. If I have the Holy Spirit, I'm going to know that was wrong. And I should say, the right thing to do is say, you know, Torian, I um, I apologize. I've had to apologize at least a million times, I guess, in my marriage. LOL. Not a million, but I had to apologize. I moved wrong. My attitude was wrong. Um... What I said was inappropriate. What I did was inappropriate. And when we apologize, it doesn't mean that, oh yeah, that person got over. Uh, I'm just apologizing. It means that we're humbling ourselves. And being humble is what God wants us to be. Not be arrogant. Not have a, a personality like we're always right. It's my way or the highway. Do it my way. That doesn't work. It, it For people that are married, like if you've been married for more than like a year, five years, 10 years, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 years, pushing 40 years, you're married for over 40 years, you know good and well that does not work. Sometimes you have to say, I am so sorry because I realize that I am not perfect. So how can I expect Torian to be perfect? Again, our daughter is eight years old, so Zanelle is like a mini me in a lot of ways. And she expresses how she feels. And I let my daughter have something called free will. I don't really raise it now like, oh, you can't think on your own. This is, you know, she's eight years old. Most of her personality, I mean, she's getting to still know herself because she's probably going through puberty or will be going through that in the next couple of years. But she's her own person. She's kind. She's sweet. She's a little sassy. I got to work on that. But... It's even with Zanel, I can't expect Zanel to be perfect. She's eight. And I myself am going to be 42 in the next couple of months. I'm sorry, a couple of weeks, excuse me. Why don't we as human beings look at ourselves and say, God, show me what I need to work on. Show me the things that I need to develop. Again, my thing may not be your thing and your thing may not be my thing because we are both very different. We're different. We have different DNAs. God have designed us different. None of us have the same fingerprint. We're all different. But even in our being different or in our differences, our goal is to be like Christ. Our goal is to be like Christ. Every single day I miss the mark. Because every single day I'm I'm sure. Whether it's someone that lives in my home. Like Torian or Zanelle. Or maybe I get mad at my, <clears throat> myself. Excuse me. For something that I said. Or a thought that came in my mind. I have to die to myself every single day. And again. There are some times in my day. That I have to die to myself. A couple of times a day. Because I'm like that is not of God. And I'm honest with myself. I don't have a reason to be dishonest with my own self. That is like silly. So I'm honest with myself. 
a lot of times, and, and people that are on Facebook know this, a lot of times people only show what they want you to know. So I do a lot of things in my day. I try a lot of different foods. I go different places, especially on the weekends. And I post a lot of things up. It's not for people that if you don't have interest in it, don't look at it, right? But it may be for, I have family, you know, maybe my cousins, hey, Melissa, this is what you did. Or, you know, it's a way of keeping in touch. So to some people, it might be like, oh, she posts every single thing that she does. Oh my God. It's two buttons. You unfollow, you unfriend. It's real simple. It's A, B. Doesn't matter. I probably won't even notice if you unfriend or unfollow, right? But in my way, like what I'm doing is right. In your way, what you're doing is right. As my mom would say, who's the perfect one? Because we all have different perceptions. Again, people don't expect perfection when you yourself, you're so far left. Don't judge. I used to be one of those people in college. When I went to, when I went to Youngstown state, I used to be one of those people that would judge. I was guilty. That was me. That's what I was doing. I was guilty. And I'm sure people judge me for things I did. I'm sure people judge me for things I do now. Maybe I know about it. Maybe I don't. And half of it, probably, I probably don't care. Because most likely, when people are judging, they're judging and telling someone else, oh, oh, Becky did this. Oh, this person did this. They're not telling you what you did because most people don't have the audacity to even like, oh, excuse me, this is how you made me feel. Most people are not going to do that. They'll talk to their friend all day, all day, every day. It's gossip. It's messy. It's slimy. It's disgusting. And it's very immature. However, we're all guilty of it. We are all guilty of it. We all are guilty of getting in our feelings when we're supposed to like, you know what? I shouldn't feel this way about a certain thing. I should let this go. I should let this slide. And you let things slide, not because you're a punk, but you let it slide because some things are not even worth your attention. And I know that I'm talking to somebody. If I ain't talking to no one else, excuse my improper English. I'm talking to myself this morning. Because there are some things in my life and in your life that I know that are not perfect that I still need to work on for my own self. There are some people that still like, I'm like, you know what? Oh God, they really rub me the wrong way. They're like a little pimple, like go away. Those are my thoughts. And then some people do need to go away, like go away left and never ever make a U-turn. There are some people that, that we need to really like, you know, just like disconnect and detach ourselves from. And if we're struggling in that area, we have to ask God, God, what is it? Is it me? Cause you always judge yourself first. Maybe I'm looking at this person in the wrong way. Maybe I'm looking at this person from a different angle. Maybe it's me, Lord. But if it's, if it's me, like if it's Melissa, I have to say, you know what? I'm looking at this person in the wrong way. I'm looking at this person, not in a godly perspective. And I have to judge myself. But I can't expect perfection from Becky. If I myself, 
I have a whole bunch of defects. That is not fair. And anyone that knows me, I am fair. Sometimes it even hurts me. I'm fair. I have friends that work in human re- human resources. Excuse me. Um, I've worked in different spectrums of, of of line of work, from radiology to being at the home uh, Home Depot service desk to uh, doing what I do now. We have to be fair. Fair is fair all the way. It's supposed to be fair, and when it's not fair. It's supposed to be against the law. And that's a different topic, a different podcast for a different day. But again, ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to share with you, don't expect anyone to give you perfection. Your spouse, your child, your neighbor, your coworker, your colleague, your superior. You're not just, you're not going to get it. Like they're going to try. Most people are, hey, if even if you're doing a training, you know, you don't know if that person is absorbing that material. They're going to, you're going to see, but it's not like, you know, life is not like a, you know, um, we're taking quizzes every day where we're like, oh, I'm going to see, it's just a pop quiz to see if you absorbed what I was giving out the material. Judge us, judge ourselves. Excuse me. Judge yourself. If you judge your, judge yourself, I guarantee, I guarantee you, and this is a fact that you'll have less time to look at what Becky's doing because I'm concerned about me. I'm concerned about making sure my life is right in the sight of God. And I know good and well that there are many times in my life that I was not living my life according to how God was trying to polish me up. I was like trying to do my own thing. And every time I did my own thing, I was like, I had to go back and say, God, man, I messed up. And I had to go and repent. I have to go and say, God, I apologize for not trusting you. I apologize for allowing my own temperament to just like, I just soak up in that and it just gets, it, it, it just gets bigger and bigger. It's like when you put a, a sponge in water, W-A-T-E-R, and you put that sponge and it's a sponge and you put that sponge in water, it just opens up. It's like your hair follicles, when you put it in water, it just opens up. And it gets bigger and it gets bigger for my girls that look like me. When you wash your hair, your natural hair, not your sewing or your crochets or your braids, whatever you have. And you put that in water. It's going to open up your hair follicles. Your The volume, the volume, excuse me, of your hair is going to open up. Sometimes we have to like not soak something in like we can't. We just got to let it go. Like I'm going to let this go. And when people hurt you, you have to let them go. And I know I can tell people a lot of examples where I had to let things go. Every now and then I'm like, oh man, this person, they, oh, they move wrong. Sometimes you feel like if you want to put your hands on them, but you can't do that. It's illegal. It's assault. You got to like, okay, whatever. They're in a back burner. God, help me to, help me to put them in the back burner of my mind. Because my thoughts are not of God. We all struggle with that. I can say I've struggled with that. I don't struggle with it as much as I used to. Because I like I'm in a different place in my life. But sometimes people will try me. Like my husband was saying, yeah, people are just trying you, huh? Ugh, annoying. And as they're trying me, I'm thinking, wait, what? Excuse me? What is this about? You have to see the enemy 
from a mile away sometimes. The spirit of discernment, the spirit of, you know what? This is not worth it. This is not worth my time. It is not worth my energy. And every single time that you as a person feel as though there is a thought that is coming into your mind that is not of God, you have to cast that out immediately because it will ruin your entire day. If it is not like God, it is, if it is not holy and acceptable, you have to ruin, you have to stop that because it will ruin your entire day. I am very guilty. And again, that is one of the reasons that I get up so early. I go to bed super early. If I could, 7, 7.30, I am, I like for my eyes to be shut. Very seldom do I stay up 11, 12 o'clock. Very, very seldom. And I wake up early because I'm just an early bird, I guess. I don't know. So with all of that being said, this morning, it's not a whole bunch of hooping and hollering, but it's just about making yourself aware that you within yourself have made mistakes. Your mistakes are behind you. No one's bashing you for your mistakes. But the people that are in your circle, they're going to make mistakes too. They might be younger than you. They may be um, you know, learning. They may be a new babe in Christ. That's another topic for a different day because some people are 50, 60 years old and they're still babes in, in Christ and they've been in the church all their life. Again, that's a different topic. I am not going to go into that this morning. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to this, this podcast, perfection or imperfection versus perfection. And we are all guilty of judging others when we should really look in the mirror, head to toe, hair, nails, feet, everything in between and judge ourselves. Don't call somebody fat if you yourself is like, you know, good and well, you are overweight, you're daggone self. If I look at me, if I look at myself, I am overweight. I'm supposed to be what, 150, 160? I'm far from that. So how can I call somebody, oh my goodness, she is so fat. And I know good and well, I am not where I am supposed to be according to the scale. According to the scale, I am far from 150. I have a lot of work to do. I have a lot of things that I need to change. Again, my metabolism, I have a very slow metabolism. So I have to, again, almost put myself in like starvation, put my body in shock, you know, to lose weight. A different topic for a different day. I don't want to get off track. But look at yourself first. Look at yourself first. Look at your own marriage first. Don't judge anyone else's marriage. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what they have to do to stay married. You don't know what they're going through in their marriage. You don't know anything about their husband. Well, you shouldn't know a whole bunch anyway about their husband because it ain't your husband. It's their husband. I don't know a lot of things about people's husbands and I don't care to know because it's not my husband. I don't sleep with them. I don't lay next to them. I don't know them on that level. So certain things I'm just like, that's none of my business. Stay in your lane. Always stay in your lane. Unless you are asked to be crossed over. People from the East Coast, we have a certain 
way about us, and this is us culturally from the East Coast. We usually stay in our lane unless we're invited into another lane. I don't need to be in anyone else's business. I do not probably care what they do unless it affects me personally. And most likely what people do, do not affect me. Because guess what? It's just not. What I do in my personal life (laughs) shouldn't bother anybody. Because it's my life. I don't have to give my life in my itinerary to anyone. Because I don't. Because most likely, I don't know their itinerary. And most likely, they're not calling to tell me what's going on in their life. Most people that gossip, they're not really going to tell you a lot about what's going on in their life. Like, they're going to gossip about... Becky did this. And I'm just saying that name, Becky. Hopefully I don't have a Becky listening. My friend's name is Becky, but she knows I'm not talking about her. But let's use a different name. Let's use uh, a name of um, Shucks. I don't know. Billy, Billy Joe for a girl. Okay, so Billy Joe. I don't need to know what's going on in Billy Joe's business. That stuff that you know, you cannot buy anything at Macy's with what you know. I cannot just go up and say, I know something about X, Y, and Z, and I want to purchase these nice, cute pair of shoes because they go with this cute scarf. That is not how life works. So you knowing is just you knowing, but what are you doing with that information? Are you judging someone on that information? Because I know a lot of things about a lot of people that they don't even know that I know. I'm not going to be like, yeah, I heard that you, uh, uh, so what somebody did 20 years ago, 10 years ago, a day ago, I don't need to know. It doesn't matter. What I did two months ago over the summer when my mom passed, before my mom passed, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to live my life being convicted (laughs) of what I did. I am not living my life. I'm going to free myself. Perfection. Again, the condition, state, or quality of being free or as free as possible from your own flaws and defects. Listen, sweetheart, you you ought to free your mind. Free your mind from those thoughts of what people think about you. Because people are always going to think. It's not even a fact. F-A-C-T. Doesn't matter. I live in California, wherever my listeners are, whether they're in VA, they're in Maryland, they're in PA, they're in New Jersey, they're in New York, they're in Texas. I, I don't know what they do. I'm not following them. I don't even, like my husband was asking me, do I do Instagram? Well, I have an Instagram account, but I don't, half the time I think I forget I even have it. I'm more like a Facebook person on, on positivity and inspiring others. You'll never see my Facebook posts about negativity because life's too short for that. <laughs> we all know that. So again, the, to sum it up, I don't want to drift away too much. To sum it up. Don't expect perfection 
from imperfect people. Because you know good and well you're not perfect yourself. So sometimes you have to give people a break. You have to let them slide. Within reason, within reason, that reason comes from the Holy Spirit. God will let you know when to, when to like turn the fire up if you need to. Or just turn the fire off and just let that person live and say bye-bye. God will let you know. And sometimes we we battle with that. Sometimes I myself battle with that because I'm like, oh man, I really, I really want them to make it. Oh man. And they themselves don't want to make it. You can't want something for someone else and they don't even want it for themselves. Again, you cannot want something for someone else and they themselves don't even want it. So for example, my husband can't say, yeah, Melissa, I want you to, I want you to do this. I want you to get straight A's. Uh, you know, I want you to get an A in each class. And I'm like, uh, I don't even care if I, uh, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Uh, no, no, that's not how it works. You'll find yourself, you know, stressing yourself out. You know, um, it's good to help people. It's good to be their cheerleader if you feel inclined to do so. But only feel inclined to do so if you really feel inclined to do so. If you can help, help. If you can't, back up and pray and move on with your day. That was good what I just said. If you can't help, back up. If you can't help and give a, give money and help that person. And if you can't give a prayer, if you don't, if you're not spiritual or whatever, you need to back up. In fact, everyone listening to this podcast is spiritual. So, but if you can't help that person and give an encouraging word that is genuine, back up off their business, back up off their life, let them do them because that is their life that God has given them. And you know what? Unless you're that person's parent or a relative, you have to let yourself be free from that stress and that toxic things because it will try to come into your life and ruin your day and you're going to get yourself all bothered up. Your BP is going to be all elevated, systolic, diastolic numbers, and you're going to get yourself wrapped up for no reason. Your feathers are going to always be blowing in anger. Have a good day, everyone. Um, Enjoy your weekend. I'm getting off of anchor. Y'all take care. Thanks for listening and God bless.